You are now tuned in to Music, Men, and My Mental with your host, C. Devone, tackling all things career, relationship, and your overall health. Trifecta. Let's get to it. Let's start the show. Hey, and thank you for tuning in to Music, Men, and My Mental. I am C. Devone, and we are talking about all things in your career, relationships, and overall health how to balance this thing out just one day at a time and how to flourish. Um, Of course, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm so excited, but um, we got to, we got to check in with each other. You know, I've been trying to make sure I'm conscious of us checking in with ourselves and um, to seeing what, how you feeling in your career, how you feeling in your relationships, how you feeling in your health. And if you've been following, I have been having a nightmare with my therapist because I just don't like her. (laughs) I just do not like my therapist right now. And I realize it's because she does not give me homework. I want homework. I want to come back and show something where I can get where I can get this gold star, I guess. So I decided that, you know, for for this podcast, let me give some homework for us. And as I was walking out of my building, literally like a couple minutes ago, I see this um, this artwork on the floor and someone's throwing away, I guess they're moving and they threw away this piece of art that said the picture of good health. And it had uh, a man with a side profile and his inside of the brain kind of compartmentalized into like um, different things of awareness and things like that, things like that. And I was like, this is, this is great. What does good health look like to you? So take that moment and take a, you know, just a, just do a little homework within yourself and just say, you know what, what does good health look like to me in my career, in my relationships, in my actual mental and physical health? So, okay. Now that we got the homework under, you know, unlock, let's go into my guest today. (laughs) Like that. Uh, today I have a special guest and her name is Randy B. She is, I mean, I can go into the things that I just have learned about her speaker, motivator, entrepreneur, mom, wife, traveler, explorer, sister intended, which I need to know what a sister intended is. I'll ask you more about that. But, um, Thank you for coming on to the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yes. So who is Randy B? Who is Randy B? I'm discovering every day who Randy B is. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) That's a process. Mm -hmm. But right now today, Mm -hmm. I am a woman who has owned her own business for 18 years. Mm -hmm. I am a blogger. I am a, a passionate soul who loves to travel the world and drink good wine, and listen to good music. I love my sister friends. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I'm so much, Right. I think. Right, right. No, no, no yes. you are. And what, what I love about you is like you have this fascinating, beautiful inside and out aura. And when she walks into a room, it's like, you just want to know what she's about. Like, just talk to me. Like, just have, just want to have a conversation. Oh, that's nice. And but your background is you deal with inclusion and diversity and relationships. So, what is what is that? I mean, you've made a career of it for what eighteen years, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. I started a training company where I go to corporations and I train them on how to make these this diverse crowd that they hired feel included, Mm -hmm. right? So people always brag about the numbers that they have, 
that they have this many women or this many African-Americans or this many gay people. But are those people really happy working Mm. there? Do they feel included? Do they feel that they have a seat at the table, that their voices are respected? Mm -hmm. And so I go in and help people create inclusive environments. Mm -hmm. So everyone feels like they are included. I like that. I've been doing that for a while. But I've recently changed because, to be very candid, back in the day, I was just trying to put pay the rent Mm -hmm, and put mm -hmm. food on the table. So Mm -hmm. I really said what corporations wanted me to say. It was just more like, diversity is great, rah, 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 let's all sing kumbaya. And that was the end of my training. Mm -hmm. Got my check and left. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I got to a point where, you know, paying rent wasn't the most important thing anymore. Mm -hmm. And it was more about, I really cared about my my folks, people feeling included. Mm -hmm. And so I went in and I said, the only way I will take a contract now is if I'm able to tell the truth. Ooh, <laughs> Which is we're hard. telling the truth today. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so I don't just say um, just everybody's happy, diversity, kumbaya. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to start with a little, um, oh, Lordy. Oh. Things- <laughs> <laughs> a woo child. A woo child, right? <laughs> and things are tough. Right. And being real, real about it and saying, like, we got to improve some stuff around here. You, you can't get anywhere unless you're honest about where you are. Mm, I like that, the truth. And so... I sat down with you to talk about what we would discuss on the show. And right. before we even got into the topics, before we got into <laughs> questions, we should have just been rolling the tape. I was like, I literally <laughs> closed my notebook in the coffee shop. Like, I got to go. <laughs> to we even have, I mean, first of all, we are both Sagittarius. So you already know it's about whoop. to just be fiery up in here. <laughs> and then, like she said, I was reading about... um she was blogging about something in Phoenix where it was just this crazy story on an airplane. And I was like, you know, I have a story about Phoenix. And she was like, I have a story about Phoenix. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, moving there for love. She's like, I moved there for love. I was like, oh shit. (laughs) She's like, and I had to go. I was like, and I had to go. So we, I think we're just, we just are connected kindred spirits. Yes. Um, but your thing is you are a connector. I think I have the same type of traits. Yeah. Um, but you are really a connector from even we're on. So we met in Croatia <laughs> and she would just be like, oh, you need to meet this person. You need to meet this person. And I'm like, OK, yeah. All right. And you just have so much wisdom. It's crazy within your career, within your relationships and overall health. And I don't even think you remember on the boat. We're all drinking or whatever. But you know when someone says something that's a real gem and you lose your drunkenness? <laughs> I was like, oh, like she said something like about just um, like marriage and, and, and things and life. And I was like, oh, yeah, she needs to come on this show. So we're just going to jump into things. And um, you also have a book, which we'll go into those little things, too. I know you said, I don't care about the book and stuff like that to talk about it, but it's so important because it's 25 phrases you should never say to keep a job in relationships, right? Right. And I want to go into these like little tidbits of things you shouldn't say in your career, your relationship, <laughs> <laughs> and your health. Um, but first, the first thing, as soon as we sat down to have this coffee, we started talking about being happy and um, excitement and survival. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so just talk about like, cause you are a person who is living their best 
life before even knowing her full name she just came in and she just was happy and living and i'm like oh you know when are you where are you going next i'm going to turkey and i'm, I'm like what the hell <laughs> i just want to live your life for like two minutes which is all subjective because everyone has you right. know things that they're going through but i was like this wow you are living your life and you were just telling me about being happy and being taught to be happy can you just go into that just just a little bit and within yourself and maybe just how to share your experiences of how you got here. Yeah, I'd be mm -hmm. happy to. Um, mm -hmm. So both my parents died young and unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. And I tell people they gave me life, of course, when I was born, but mm -hmm. they gave me life by when they passed away so young. And when I sat there and on my knees and thought I was just, it was over for me because mm -hmm. I have no siblings. And when my mom oh, died, wow. the last parent, I felt absolutely alone in the world. And I said, you know, I could either get better or bitter. I can learn from this. And what I learned from it was life is fleeting. You have no idea how much time you have on this earth. And I said, whatever time I have, it would be dishonorable to my parents, to all my ancestors, if I didn't live the crap out of it. And that's mm. what I try to do in honoring them and then myself. You know, we talk about all the time that, you know, we believe in a higher being or we're trying to be respectful. And I think the most respectful thing that we can do is to live the life that we've been giving as best as we can mm -hmm. and not just surviving. Right. Like I feel like particularly as a black woman, we get into that whole survival mode mm -hmm. and just trying to make it. Also, as black people, I think we have checklists in our heads like, you know, I have to get married at this age, check. Mm -hmm. I have to have a kid, check. I have to get a college degree, check. I have to, and we never ask ourselves, what would make me happy? Mm. I think that's a, like a deep question that we don't ask ourselves at all. And so I really try to consciously ask myself, what would make me happy? Mm. And it changes all the time. And what's difficult is sometimes what will make me happy is not what the world is telling me should make me happy. Right. 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 And so the challenge is trusting yourself enough mm -hmm. to say, mm -hmm, I'm going to get my happy. Right. <laughs> I'm going to get my I'm happy. I'm going to get my happy. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get my happy not caring about what people think about it. Because at mm -hmm. the end of the day, the folks that are rolling are going to roll with you. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be happy for your happy. Right. And the ones who aren't are going to judge you. So mm -hmm. I don't like anybody enough to be miserable for them. Okay, flowers for the people in the bag. <laughs> I, mean, I just don't like you that much, right? Mm -hmm. And no one's opinion matters that much where I'm going to sit up there and be miserable. So so like when you talk about traveling, mm -hmm. right? When I first started traveling, people would say to me like, mm, girl, so uh, who's taking care of your kids? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Their daddy. <laughs> right? The, the daddy, right? He, he's taking care of them. Right. And I can... I always arranged my job where I was the one to pick them up from school. I was the one volunteering. Mm -hmm. I was doing all that. If I want to go for five days to L.A. with my girls and turn up, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And guess what? I'm a better mother because I don't want to choke somebody. Absolutely. And beat them to death because I've had a little bit of that turn up. It's, it's good for everybody. Turn up is good for everybody. I think. Right. A little turn up. But what about people who, I mean, I, I love that you said that, but also there are some people that, they don't have that um, um, the privilege to say, you know, uh, 
the daddy can you you know watch the kids okay so that has been my philosophy of going after my happy even when I could barely afford McDonald's because mm-hmm. I understand there was a time that McDonald's there was not a dollar menu just I fall y'all out there that don't know <laughs> <laughs> there was not always a dollar menu absolutely and so going to McDonald's was a treat um and you know you have to figure out what your happy is based on the budget you have. I'm not saying go and bust and get a whole bunch of credit cards and go into debt. Mm-hmm. What happy can you manage? And so it changes. Now I can travel. I wasn't doing that forever. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, when my kids were young, it was like trying to get that formula and diapers money. Right. As they got older, careers got more established, then I could take little trips. I, I mean, like my first trip was, I lived in D.C. It was to Baltimore, okay, 45 minutes away, staying at the, like, little, I don't know, days in. It wasn't mm-hmm. Croatia. Croatia's now, but you know, that's a lot of years. It was the motel. I remember the Motel 6 oh. used to be cracking. Oh, everything. What? The what? Mo- what? Oh, shoot. And, oh, don't stay in a La Quinta because <laughs> they had those the waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Holiday and Express, you get free breakfast. It's, listen, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I like that you said that manage your happy. Um, manage your happy and where you are. And where you are. And even now, I can't do everything that I want to do. Um, and I have to figure out, for instance, I have some girls of some friends who love like purses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You will see me with the same raggedy purse for you. Not raggedy, but you will see me with the same purses for years and years and years. The same outfits, mm-hmm. even on Instagram. I can't play it off. Yes, that is the bathing suit I had four vacations ago. Mm-hmm. But what makes me happiest is the vacation. Right. It's going somewhere. So. I may not have as many clothes as my friends have, mm-hmm. but they don't value vacationing as one as much. Um, some people are going on vacations now just because it's hot to do. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm like, Instagram worthy. It's Instagram, mm-hmm. right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, if that's not your thing, mm-hmm. you no, know, you got people out there like camping and jumping in water who hate water. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, why are you for faking this for us? Why? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, figure out what your happy is, and that makes it right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No, I like that. And in the segue is we were talking about being happy and then just wasting time and second chances. And I was like, okay, because at the end of the day, it's like you can waste so much time and not be focused on the things that are truly making you happy. And just thinking that tomorrow you're going to have the opportunity to fix it. And that's not always the case, you know? I'm going to be honest, sometimes I talk to my friends who are single, but quasi-single because they have somebody raggedy there. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a raggedy I, something. Raggedy. And you know, raggedy people will hang around. They won't hang around as you want them, but who wants to lose a good fool, right? Because I've been a good fool. <laughs> I have been a good fool. You know, and then the raggedy person calls you later and says, I miss you. And I'm like, I'm sure you do. I mean, who wouldn't want a good fool like I was was for you? you. I hate me too. I'd miss me too. Because who wouldn't miss a fool? Because that's what I've been before. And so I look back and I say, I look at my friends sometimes and I'll say, that's three years gone Mm. with that guy who was raggedy. Now, it's okay if a relationship ends because most things in life aren't designed to be forever okay mm-hmm. but were you happy for the most part during those years mm-hmm. people have miserable like three years five years ten years and they were miserable right and I'm like 
when it's gone, it's gone. You don't get it back. There is no, you know, return policy. You can't go up <laughs> to somebody and say, you know what, I wasted my time. Can I get those 10 years Listen, back? I have thought about invoicing a couple <laughs> niggas like, you know what, here, this is the time wasted because, and I got my hair done that time when you wasn't, <laughs> nope, nope. But no, you're right. You don't, you don't get that. You don't get that time back. Right. And I think that if we thought about life, that there's an ending date. And we did that before we were like 72 and raggedy. Talking about, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> we can still be 72 I'm and fabulous. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, but sometimes people don't think about living until they get really sick or some right. tragedy happens. And they're like, uh-uh, I'm gonna live my life. Uh-uh, what? Like, like let's think about that right now, mm. right? So I have always lived like I was gonna die. Mm. I like that. I've always lived that way. Just always. I think. It's, well, but, it, but it was yeah. probably when you seen your parents. Yes. You but, know, yes. That, that was the catalyst to say, you know what? Let me live my life. Absolutely. And mm. I don't want to waste time on. And don't get me wrong. I believe in commitments. I believe in trying. I believe in bad times. But I don't want to spend a decade on a job that I hate. I don't want to spend a decade on a man that makes me feel like crap most of the time. I don't want to spend 20 years on a friendship just because we've known each other all that time. I don't want to lose that time. Time is my most valuable asset. I'd rather mm -hmm. somebody take my money than take my time. Woo! Put that on a t-shirt, sell it $20 <laughs> on musicbinamymental.com. <laughs> all proceeds will go to Randy B. That is that's true. That is really true. Oof. I love it. Okay, let's play a game. Oh, goodness. Um, so your book is Never Say 25 Free, you know, the 20, the never, the never, the never, never game. Let's play with the never, never game. Never, never. Okay. So three things that you should never say in your career or job or just three points that you <laughs> would recommend to never say or do. I would say that you should not ask an older person when they're retiring. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's bad. When are you going? <laughs> I would say that you should never say, I ain't doing that. Mm. You can say no, but there's a way you say no in business. Give me an example because um, at the end of my corporate career I just said no to everything <laughs> and it was so bad that I just knew I was like oh my gosh I'm not gonna be here I mean I was so unhappy and um I knew that the next time I would go back into the, the corporate field the corporate world that um it had to be just the right particular place and I was just no I mean it just flew off my mouth no 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 like I just <laughs> it was just easy even because I all but it was also because I knew I'm very uh, stats oriented. I know numbers like it's in my head really fast. So, oh, can we get this? Um, you know, I did event planning for 13 years. So if you wanted a pen that had the logo on it and they're like, oh, can we get that tomorrow? I'm like, no, I just knew automatically. No, I just, oh, can we get this, uh, this hat design with this logo? I knew automatically that that logo, the way they wanted it, it would have to come custom made from China and you have to get a new hat. Right. So I, I think really fast. That's why I talk so fast as well. So I just would say no because I knew the answer. But now as I have matured in myself, I know that 
that was not the best way to do things. Right. So help me out with that. How can you say no nicely? Well, or in the, in the most case that in the way. example that you use, if they say, "Can we get this hat in mm-hmm. two days?" Mm-hmm. You could sorry, say, "My shoe just fell, y'all." Sorry. <laughs> you could say, "The hat is dope. I definitely want you to have it, but because of the you know mailing times in China, we couldn't get it for another two weeks." That's mm-hmm. saying no, but it's providing them with why. You can't mm-hmm. do it. Just saying no, some people may think, oh, they, she doesn't want to do it. She's not committed to the project. Mm. You know, but if you let people know, I'm trying to get that. But some people just say, I'm not doing it. Right. But, and then, but it's also the body language because I know oh. I have no filter. I can't, I am not an actress whatsoever. Like, it's just not possible. So it'll be like, can we get this? I'm like, that's a sad thing. And then even if I try to massage it and say, like, that's a great idea. That pen is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But it's impossible. They're like, oh, she's about to kill me. No, you can tell the truth, mm -hmm. but it's just the way you deliver the truth. I mean, you can piss on someone's leg and tell them that it's raining, you know, because it is kind of raining. It's just raining piss. (laughs) Right. Um, There's you could tell people to go to hell Mm -hmm. and they look forward to it, like pack their bags, get excited, get a new outfit. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to hell because the way you deliver it. If you use the words, I would also say uh, let's uh, let's get shots. That would be a never say at work. Um, I am. Let's get some shots. Let's get shots. I, I, I do that across the board. Even in my friendships, I don't like that. Well, I'm down with the shots at some point, but I'll say what has shocked me is that people take work parties to mean parties and free liquor and let's turn up for real. And it's, I'm saying it's not that at all. And oftentimes, a lot of the times I have to come in and fix, it's for people saying mm. dumb things at parties. I bet. <laughs> any any compliment on somebody's physical oh, is God. a bad idea at work. Mm-hmm. That's the addendum to like the shots. Yes, <laughs> like, that comes like, afterwards. Okay. <laughs> Oftentimes, afterwards is don't tell someone, you know, congratulations on their baby, or you know, <laughs> I see you looking thick, thick, or you know, are those real? Yeah. Uh, can mm. I touch your hair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's just, just don't do it. Those are good ones. Keep I like work. those in a career, and you, you and you kept it nice and light. I like that. Those, those, those are real takeaways, you know. Oh, relationships. Okay, you know what? Let's just, you know, let's go to health because I feel like relationships, we may get a little, right. I can get a little sticky. So in health, because that, the thing about health is I use health as a mental health, physical health, like just like, are you feeling good? So the the never says with that, I mean, it could be, I mean, that it's so, it's so much you can, so, so many places you can go with that. But what would you say, maybe just even to yourself, you know, never say towards your health? Anything that discounts therapy, I think that's something particularly we're working on in the black community. Mm -hmm. So anything that says, why do you need to go to a therapist? You're not crazy Mm -hmm. or something like that would be a never say. Um, Because we want to encourage people if they feel they'd like support, someone to help talk through things, anything whatsoever. What about when you, can this go under, under the never say if I say, I suggest you need therapy or you need therapy. <laughs> I've definitely I, said that I, probably like I a couple of times. I would say, like, you, have, you, you have you considered therapy? Mm-hmm. Or a therapist now. can definitely, <laughs> immediately. 
a therapist, a therapist can help you work through that. Um, is what I would suggest you say how I would phrase it. I like that. Okay, so that's one, right? I would say that. Too. I would say with health. Okay, one therapy one. is the one. Anything surrounding therapy, we should we should try to enforce in the most positive way. In the, in the most positive way. Okay, two more. What do you say? Now? Never say with health. Um, you would be so cute if you lost weight. You would be pretty if you lost weight. Amen. You'd be fine if you lost weight. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be concerned about someone's health, but attaching it to the way they look and saying it that way basically tells them that they're ugly. And for yourself and other people, yes, it's right. very important. Mm-hmm. But not but not attaching it to you would be attractive if you were to lose this weight. Mm-hmm. That would be a, that would be a never say. I agree, and I've had this this conversation with a girl who she's you know uh, she's taller, she's a little bit bigger in statue, uh, stature, but she, if she dressed differently, I think she would come into a room and literally blow people out the park. Right. So, so some people would say, you know, she's just a big girl, and I'm like, she's actually not that big. Right. The way she dresses and carries herself makes her look um, just I guess whatever you think is not as um, attractive, mm-hmm. but she's really a beautiful girl. Right. But how she's not I, working with the assets. She's not working with the assets. Right. And there was another girl who is um, um, physically bigger. Mm-hmm. And this girl is just so gorgeous. But I mean, every and every time people talk about her, they're like, oh, she's so pretty. Right. They're never saying the pretty big girl. But the other girl, they say, oh, so and so big, big so and so. Right. And I'm like, hmm. So it goes back to just like, how can we, you know, I mean, I guess you can't tell people that, but it's just something to consider. Like just dressing for your body type is a way to um, feel good about yourself, you know, and to, you know, it's not necessarily like losing all the weight, but showing what it's, you know, to accentuate more, accentuate less if you want it or what you think is, um, makes you feel good about yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess that's, yeah. Well, like but that. just, yeah. And, and then I would say a third one would be, I have sugar in my family. I got the pressure in my family. Or we're just big boned in my family. I feel as if we make excuses mm-hmm. in our community for health issues, most of which can be controlled by life choices. So a health never say would be something that where you're making excuse like, oh, that just runs in my family. Mm. Yes, maybe it does. But or what can you do to change it? Some people use that excuse, but also it's money and it's also health insurance. And it's also those like. How do we, you know, avoid those excuses, you know, because most of the time we we can find everything like this is why I'm big. This is why. I am depressed because I don't have, you know, the money, the this, the that, you know. Well, sometimes those things are very real and and that's different. But saying that it's in the family, yes, it's in the family, but often, most of the time that's something we can still have control over. And mm-hmm. I think being in feeling like you're in control of your health is pretty mm-hmm. important. The control. Yeah. Well, you should be in control of it. Right. At least try to be as best as you can. I like those takeaways, and I definitely am catching you on the, the spot with these, so these are good. <laughs> You're making me think. I know. Okay, let's get into the relationships. Oh, I mean, three may not be enough, but we'll go with the three, the top three. So uh, give me in the relationships that never say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wait. Do we really want to get into this? 
Um, in bed. Okay. Ooh, in bed. Never say. I would say that's all or that's it. <laughs> that's just rude. It's been said. Damn. Did you say it? No, oh. no, no, no. I did have a friend who did say it. Um, yeah, people she do didn't say like, that. She didn't like that person. Yeah, she did not like yeah. that person. But also, I do think we should speak the truth now. Okay. No, no, seriously, that's a side conversation. But if men have very fragile egos, oh. e- egos, <laughs> fragile egos. So like it is hard to sometimes uh, express it, you know, but I. Th- but do you stay unhappy like forever? I told you, right. I, my, I, this goes back to like, do you, are you unhappy for 10 years? Because mm-hmm. you don't tell him like, yeah, no, I'm really not digging the toe sucking thing. Right. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> it is. Do not touch my toes. I am <laughs> grossed out. But I know some people love that. I just, that's not my thing. Um, but if someone did it to you, if someone was sucking on your toes, would you like ride with it? Or would you say like, eh, please don't? Okay. So something like that, since that's something that's a, such a no, um, I could immediately, since I'm already a blunt person, to be like, I don't like that. You know? Right. And because even in my job, I think that I was really good at, um, well, I forgot what I would call it, but I would say the truth with a joke. Right. So I was really good at that. Like, girl, you're going to show up in here and all late looking cute. <laughs> I got my point across. So now you right. know that you, I know that you took, a, you know, you put some effort into looking cute or whatever you have going on and you're late and right. I'm acknowledging it. And then you're going to probably say, oh yeah, girl, you know, <laughs> or am I late? Now we've identified that. But something like, yeah, that's like toe sucking. I'm like, Ugh, right away. But if it's something like, I, I really don't like, you know, the way you scream or the way you that, like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> you know, something that's like that, that freak, something that freaks you out. Right. You know, because I think of something you don't like, you'll be like, oh, I don't like that. But something that kind of freak or creeps you out, I think we would be sensitive to say that to a person like, Oh, you know, like I'm get gross, Lord. Like if someone spits in your mouth, right? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It would creep you out, right? Oh, yes, I'm creeped out now talking about it. I'm like all upset. But like, <laughs> shit. I'm like getting hot just thinking about it. If someone spits in your mouth, right? You're creeped out. Or would you be like, you know, You'd say later on, like, oh, that was kind of weird. You'd be like, oh, like, or you'd be like, get the fuck off of me, you know? <laughs> I honestly think up until about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I would have just rolled with it, let his little nasty butt spit in my <laughs> mouth, and then later would have called my girls, like, let me tell you what this boy But that's what I'm saying, because you were ne- creeped out. Right. I think that's one way, one area, though, as Opposed a woman, to like- I didn't try to get my happiness. I think that part is new. Okay, 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 cool. Yes. Uh-huh. But now I would <laughs> say, what is right? <laughs> <laughs> I would say, wait one minute. Yeah. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait one minute. <laughs> wait one minute. Did you... <laughs> Did okay, you just, keep going. Because <laughs> I would have to probably first pause. I tend to kind of go in shock. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. Okay. So, it, okay, are we talking about <laughs> in the bed? Or are we talking about relationships you, never We say? are still in relationships <laughs> and never say, but you went to bed and I just, I, you know, so you started sorry. and I took it there. I'm so sorry. Ooh, I had to take off my damn jacket. That's too funny. So, okay, I never say. I never say. In relationships. 
outside of the bedroom because that went left real quick. <laughs> really fast. Okay, let me get my brain back out of the mm-hmm. bedroom because that's hard. Oh, wow. I know I know something that we... I was going to say, what's something that you that someone said to you? Well, I've, we spoke about that. In yeah. The, I cannot speak today. We spoke about this in the coffee shop, but... It's your, it's my personal thing is abandonment. I do not like, um, so I would say never say like, I'm breaking up with you or never say like, this is why um, this can't work. Or I would never say, you know, in in those veins of like, you know. I can't do this. I can't. I can't do this. There's no way we can work. uh -uh. Yeah. Never say that unless you mean it. Unless you mean it. Yes. Um, Or just under the under this umbrella of like I don't want to fight with you so fight or flight you know so yes. automatically fly away and if you are a person who does not know how to argue because like I always tell people I have a PhD in arguing because <laughs> I don't mind arguing but also I have been in relationships where it's like we don't go to sleep upset like all right let's fight this out because the end goal is to get over this situation so my never saying that is so I'm triggered as soon as someone is like, oh, I don't like this. I'm leaving. And and it could just be like I'm leaving to go to the store or something in the midst of an argument, an, an argument. I want to just go crazy. Same here. And I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working through <laughs> through that. Same but that's here. a never say for me because um, how I had to learn was um, one of my relationships, you know, <laughs> the Phoenix situation, mm-hmm. I, I had said. I'm so done with you. I it's over. And he was like, "Okay, repeat it one more time." And I, it's over. I'm not fucking with you. Ah! <laughs> and then I left, and he was like, "Okay, so I'm gonna ship your stuff back. Um, what's the address?" And I was like, <laughs> "I'm just kidding. I'm gonna be no, no, no. It's over." And it wasn't because it was like, "Oh, he planned it or whatever." I now now I do get it because if we are working towards something and you've already moved here and we've already invested all of this time and energy, you're so quick to leave me right in the midst of an argument at the cheesecake factory. No <laughs> bullshit. It was. The, so when Drake had that song, why we got to argue at the cheesecake, you know, I was like, he was at my cheesecake factory <laughs> <laughs> argument. And so that's my never say, because it just triggers something with me. And I know I have said it and I have done it before and I would break up with people um, and not mean it, but it's because I have seen abandonment. And yes. if I see the first sign of it, I don't want to play with you. But I know a lot of people have to walk away because they um, they don't know how to handle their emotions that well. Right. So they may start going into like a panic or anxiety or they start screaming and start crying because... They don't know how to share their emotions properly and take themselves out the situation to say, like, I'm mad at you because X, Y, Z. I see your point, and I didn't like this because of this. Right. They're like, I want to win, and it's just good. So that's my never When you're say. trying to up, one up each other. I yeah. would say, as a woman, a man, men should stop. Just stop, stop, stop saying you're crazy. <laughs> And I haven't heard that much because I'm... I haven't but, heard it as much but anymore. But I'm always hearing about men saying women are crazy. And I think that it's sh- that shuts down an art. That shuts people down. Explain that. Because my theory is when I've heard men say, oh, she's crazy. 
I always want to know what what was your crazy in this? Well, how did you get her to the point that she is banging on your window right now at 2 a.m.? Mm-hmm. There is a reason why that happened. Yeah. I can speak from experience. Not that I was the woman banging on the window, mm-hmm. but when I was engaged in college, you know, there was a couple women sometimes banging on the window. Right. And I would love to have blamed and say, oh, these women are crazy, crazy. Because, They're of crazy. course, that's what my ex-fiance told me. Mm-hmm. But there is a reason why they felt entitled to come and bang on your window at 2 a.m. Right. So why are they somewhat crazy? Have you been telling them a bunch of lies, which Mm -hmm. he had, right? right? And so I think sometimes when people say people are crazy, it's to shut the conversation down. And there always should be conversation. Hmm. I I think. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm, I think I like to never say game. Yeah. We can get one more in. Uh, Well, I think... um, I've heard a lot of people say, I've seen a, like this banner, this meme right now, mm-hmm. people who say, that's why I never date blank women. Oh. So if someone acts a certain way and someone says, see, that's why I don't date black women. Uh-huh. People have been saying that is something people say. So as if you you are just a whole type that you're, you know, whatever you feel that blank mm-hmm. is, like mm-hmm. the person's not even seeing you as an individual. Well, that's just something that just goes deeper in their own person, personal and systemic, you know, issues and values and all that stuff. Uh, because you, you, I definitely hear, hear it all the time, I especially with men who have, uh, you know, lots of money or whatever, notor- notoriety, things like that. And I've, I've heard it so much. And even a friend of mine who's like, yeah, I got to bring, you know, the white chick to this party, you know, call me to this one tomorrow. And I'm like... Bro, did you wow. just say that? Yeah, I've heard a lot of people. And, it, you know, it is not just with the whole race thing, but, you know, some people will say on the opposite, like, you know what, that's why I don't mess with some, you know, New York. You know, they'll just, uh-huh. like, put people in a group and act like, you know, that person's not an individual. The reason mm-hmm. why they're acting a certain way is because, you know, you know, they're a race, so they're from a certain place, or they're, you know. What goes through their I've even heard, like, you know, that's why I'll be messing around with you light-skinned chicks. Really? So, like, we just all act, like, one way. Like, it's <laughs> like we have a monthly meeting of saying, like, it's just hey, so girl, ridiculous. as a light-skinned committee, right. I would like to text that. We're going to be our bitches rules. today. Right. <laughs> and you know our rules. This is exactly how we treat people. Like, I'm like, that's just so ridiculous. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? So that whole group and stuff is just dumb. Like, mm-hmm. deal with the individual, mm-hmm. I think, is a good idea. Right. Right, that would right, be a right. never say to me. I like that. Yeah, but there's a lot. I mean, you know, men could have a book of some stuff they shouldn't say, but I'm trying to be fair. My friend actually told me today that she wants me to have men on the show so we can ask them, what does this mean? <laughs> so what's one thing? So like, I think I could what tell does you. it mean? I speak, I speak men. <laughs> you speak men? I speak what men. What does it mean when a man does this but doesn't, you know, Says this, but doesn't do that. See, I think that, I'm going to tell you the truth about mm-hmm. that. This is jumping subjects. It's not a That's never okay. say. I think that men, most of the time, tell us what they mean. We allow ourselves, our hopes, and our friends to confuse it. One more time. So a man will say, I don't want a commitment right now. Mm-hmm. But he comes over and hangs out with you, let's say, four nights a week. So the woman says, well, I don't know if he wants a commitment because he's coming over four nights a week. And last week he was over six nights a week and he left his shoes. And then her girlfriend is like, girl, yes, y'all are serious. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. He really likes you. And then it falls apart because 
he'll say, I told you when something happens, that she finds out about another girl or she do, he doesn't show up at something and she's hysterical. And he'll say, I told you I did not want a commitment. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think men say what they mean. Mm-hmm. We hear what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. And I believe in listening. And then we think, oh, well, we do have a commitment because of this. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. No, he set your boundaries. You did, you did not set yours. Oh, so boundaries. Right. And so he says, we don't have a commitment. Maybe that means you say, OK, well, you can't stay the night or you can't come to my house, you know, and stay four nights a week because that's what my man would do. But that's mm-hmm. not what you do. Or, uh, Wait a minute. Don't leave those shoes in my mm-hmm. closet because I may be seeing somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. You never give him a reason to make the commitment and you decided to just kind of like backdoor your way in mm-hmm. like this is going to happen this is what's happening mm-hmm. and they're going to fall on I told you I didn't want a commitment right. I think men say for the most part how they feel now I'm not ever going to leave my woman I'm not going to leave my wife girl he's spending this time with me he bought me this we're together this much time and then they're mad because they didn't leave the wife or whatever it is mm-hmm. I think men speak pretty plainly a lot of times. I mean, there don't get me wrong. There are players who lie, but mm-hmm. a lot of times men speak it plain. And I'm on the phone with my friends and they are trying to spend 20 hours analyzing it. Oh, women, yes. Women speak in code. What do you think cold. this means? Right. We speak in code. Mm-hmm. We tell someone, oh, baby, no, you ain't got to do nothing for my birthday. We know that's yes. a lie. Fairy tales don't don't believe it. That's a, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. You get set up, my brother. <laughs> right. And we're mad that you even. And they were mad because you, first of all, grasped onto that and believed it so quickly. And then that you really <laughs> did not do anything. And like, I can't believe you grasped. Oh, uh, yeah. You just like, OK, good. Right. You said I had to buy you anything. Uh-huh. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. So we're all codes and stuff. Women are complicated. Mm. Men, they speak pretty plainly. When they say they don't want anything, they really don't want anything. Well, now that we cracked the codes on Music <laughs> Men and My Mental, tune in next week. Just kidding. No, it's true. I'm serious. We just don't want to hear it. Mm. Yeah. And so we try to analyze them the way they analyze us. And I, I mean, the way we need to be analyzed. And I always say, they say, well, girl, you think he's doing that to make me jealous or this? I was like, men aren't quite that complicated. They don't give the thought. We will spend four hours on the phone about the way someone looked at us and said hello. Like, no, was it, for real. Was it hello? Was it hello? I would have <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hey. <laughs> you know, we'll do all that. Mm-hmm. They're not spending four hours talking with their boys about us. They right. just most of the time. Right. Right. And so they're, they're not all these codes and switches and figuring out. Basically, it is most, for the most part what it is. Right. And if they didn't tell you the truth, they're showing you the truth. Because mm. my mom always told me, if he's not with you, because women love women. I need woman time. I mm-hmm. like to be with my girls. Mm-hmm. Men want to be with each other however long a game is or an activity. They need an activity. They don't just sit in a coffee shop mm-hmm. for three hours and discuss their feelings most of the time. Even at a bar, there's a game on in the background because men mm-hmm. can't. We can sit in a coffee shop and talk about one thing for hours. I can go on a vacation with my girls and we can talk about everything, and that's all we need. Mm. Men don't. They need an activity. They need an activity. Whether it's work, 
whether it's another woman. Ah, that is good. That's just my opinion. Just, Don't people can be calling uh, in. But most men are not sitting down and saying, you know, man, we just sat up there sometimes. But they usually... I mean, it's so epic for them. They have the story. Like, man, I was so upset. They'll about be in a WhatsApp, down. but they're at work, maybe on this thing. They may talk about a topic on a WhatsApp. Oh, yeah. Or on a drive home, maybe. But, like, they definitely are not like, let me meet you. I got to talk. Unless it's like a divorce. It you has know, something to be that's- major. And even <gasps> then, it's like, you know, my man would come home. I was like, what? So, what's going on with John? I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. Right. Like we watched the game where they talked about who the, you know, who the draft should pick. Like, but she's, she's she's distraught. She she slashed the tires. Right. Exactly. And he's like, I don't know what happened. You should ask her. (laughs) Damn. They don't really talk like we do. And so all the stuff that we think is happening, the planning that we're trying to analyze, it's not that deep. Hmm, I like that. Okay. Well, you you done got me all worked up. (laughs) As far as yourself, let's go into Randy B. Uh Uh-huh. Your career, your relationships, your overall health, how do you feel some sense of balance? I know you said, you know, you just try to be happy, but like there's these life experiences that brought you to where you are today. Mm. The hardship in the career, I, I cannot, I will not believe in 18 years that it was not hard, you know, in your career. Oh, and baby. You've been married for mm. over 20 years, you said, right? Mm-hmm. That cannot be easy. Um, and you're snatched as hell. So you've been keeping up with your health. So like what experiences would you share to listeners like in order for you, like just, just your personal experience of how you feel some sense of balance in your career relationships and overall health or a story that has gotten you to this place? Uh, balance is a myth, mm. I believe. Okay. Um, sometimes I suck at something. Right. There's sometimes that, you know, work has called me. I'm building, you know, my, I was building my business and I just wasn't reading the bedtime story. Or I would say, oh, it's just one page. I'm lying to them. Like, oh, <laughs> and then the cat ran away. The end. <laughs> there ain't no cat in the hat tonight because <laughs> you got to get back on your computer. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, sometimes I was wrapped up into being a mom and, you know, work I, I didn't do as well or I didn't work out. Like, I think that it's, you have to love yourself and be forgiving with yourself. You know, you just have to say, girl, it's all right. Like be your best friend mm-hmm. and say, like I try to work out regularly, but I'm, um, you know, in New York right now, I'm working with two clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been meeting a couple people during the night for, you know, fun. And okay, I didn't work out the last three days. And I ate pasta last night. Lobster pasta, girl, it was Ooh, so it was good. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just forgive myself. I don't beat myself up about it. But that, but that is balance. To, I guess order, so. Also to be in your, because I think what makes us unhappy is when we feel like we need to do more for something, you know? And it's like, right. oh, I'm, you know, I'm getting so fat. Oh, I'm unhappy. I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm really broke, you know? But if we shift and say, okay, I'm not working out as much because I'm going to really focus on getting a job right now. Right. You know, that I think it's like, or, you know, I'm going to just try to work out maybe 10 minutes a day. Right. Opposed to the hour in order to, you know, I think we can fix ourselves. So I, but it's not about me. I like the fact well, that you're saying that you're forgiving. Of I, yourself. I'm, I try to be my best friend and talk to myself 
as if I'm my own, like what I would say to somebody else. Because mm-hmm. I tend, you can tend to like negative self-talk. Oh, um, gosh. And I get all wrapped up in that, in that. And I say, what would you say if this were your girl calling you? And mm-hmm. she had the same issue. And so then I talk to myself that way. I, I think also just understanding the humanness of all people. Mm-hmm. Um, I have people who will say to me, but girl, you know, you got your stuff together. And I'm like, you do know I'm raggedy, right? Like I'm figuring this, like I'm figuring this out day by day I and like, trying to make it work. She uses the word raggedy so much. It's so funny. I was like raggedy because there's nothing raggedy about her. But as a person who knows when people say, oh, girl, I'm just, you just got it together. I'll be like, girl, I'm busted. I am like, I You am raggedy like, Randy, I'm busted, see the bone shit. <laughs> but because I think sometimes people see what they want to see, right? Mm-hmm. So like someone may watch the video, like watch this and say, okay, the hair is done mm-hmm. or whatever. And they're not seeing like, I'm oh, missing, I'm missing both nails, both nails and it's jacked, it's jacked up. And you like, you're showing what you can, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing the best you can and presenting your very best self. They don't know that picture on Instagram, you took 1700 before you got that one where you actually remember to suck in your stomach and smile at the same time, which really takes a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and you may die holding <laughs> your breath. Right? I've almost died actually. Right. Um, you know, so they see all the roses, right? Mm-hmm. And so when people talk to me about, but Randy, you're so lucky because you have a man, I'm like, girl, and have thought about putting the pillow and killing him a couple, like at least, you know, if someone doesn't tell you that they have wanted to murder, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, li- no, for real. Like that snap stuff is for real. If they haven't told you, like Ossie Davis and Ruby D said, you know, there's multiple divorces in every marriage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If, if people aren't telling you that, yes, I may have a boyfriend for five years, but it hasn't been easy. Anybody you have seen, that is in something for a while has gone through something mm-hmm. is tolerating something right because there is no perfect person just as we aren't perfect mm-hmm. anybody who you see in a career they are oftentimes challenged i will say you know now that i've been changing my life and really branding myself under randy b i am scared every day of everything i do I, my caring what people think is at a, a hundred right now. And mm-hmm. I had really kind of tempered that as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. but every article, cause I write about pretty controversial things and I say exactly what I feel. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. every time I post something, I'm, I, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, people think I wasn't scared when I started my business 18 years ago, because that made sense. The one plus one equals two, how I made money for me, that made sense to me. This sharing me is terrifying. Mm. It's absolutely terrifying. So again, you know, speaking to yourself positively, understanding that everybody is human and trying the best that they can mm-hmm. and that they are absolutely dealing with something that our emotions are pretty standard. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us are dealing with um, fear, fear of rejection, fear mm-hmm. of failure. All of those things are just real for everybody. And that's why I think we're so fascinated with stars, because we see mm-hmm. that even they are like falling apart right. sometimes. Right. We, hmm. well, thank you. I'm yeah. just I'm honored to have you on the show. I'm honored to be here. Thank and you. How can people find you? You can find me on randyb.net is the best way to go. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, I have Randy B. And we have over 50, a, a community of over 50,000 people 
that we talk about all sorts of issues mm -hmm. um, in the community. So that's fun. And I'm on Instagram at Randy, R-A-N-D-I, underscore, underscore B, because some like no-name woman who doesn't even use Instagram as Randy B. She, she needs to give me that name. Anybody who knows her, tell her. Did you hit her up? I haven't yet. I'm going to. You should. Yeah. I, I had another Instagram account called Outside the DJ Booth, and I wanted it, and sadly, I don't use it as much. Um, it was about, like, cooking and food and music, and I found who it was, and it was the most fabulous DJ in freaking Houston, Texas, DJ Mr. Rogers. I don't know if you're familiar, who's, like, no. the biggest deal ever. And I hit him because I've met him at Essence Festival. And he was like, yeah, I use it to show my cars. And I was like, oh, OK. And, and one of the, you know, the major um, hurricanes, I think Hurricane Harvey in, um, in Texas, he was just having like a day. And he was like, see, here, just take it. That's and so he gives dope. it to me. So you never know. They may just give it to you. OK, that's my last piece of advice. Surround yourself with people who encourage you because Hi. I'm going to do that. Let Thank you so much. Seriously. You know, you are encouraging me in things, right? That's Thank a big you. thing. Thank you for oh, that. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, you know, for having me. Her, like and subscribe on everything Randy B and also at Music Men and My Mental. Yes. I am so thankful that you are tuning in. Um, make sure you check in with yourself. Give us an email, like, subscribe on YouTube, Instagram, etc. I'm C. Devone, and have a great day. Bye.